What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show, beating the market one trade at a time. If you're new to the Market Marauder Show, it's an investment channel helps you to find the best deals in the market. All right, so we're going over some of the stock news this week, some of the articles um, that I came across and some moves in the market. So uh, first, I want to start off with Apple event. So Apple had an event this week on September 14th, so it was around Tuesday this week. They released some data on their new iPhone 13 Pro, uh, which looks pretty nice uh, with all new OLED display uh, promotion. They also released uh, some more things talking about their dual camera uh, with brighter OLED and better battery life. Also, they talked about the Watch Series 7 um, and then saying it has up to 33% higher fast higher charging. Um, and then also the iPad mini uh, with their new A15 Bionic chip and smart, um, super fast 5G ultra wide uh, camera. So definitely uh, looking very nice. And lastly, they talked about just a regular iPad uh, having the A13 Bionic chip. So um, earlier this year, uh, Apple actually went and switched from uh, their regular uh, distributor being Intel to making their own silicone chips. Uh, so it was a huge step forward uh, with their break from Intel. Uh, and now they're doing their own, uh, which are being rolled out in all their products, uh, with that being the A15 Bionic chip and the A13 Bionic chip. They also have some in their uh, new Mac computers as well. But Apple definitely uh, making some strides forward as far as innovation is concerned um, and definitely uh, looking like a good product line uh, setting up. So as far as Apple stock is concerned, uh, for the investors, they actually kind of went down, started a little bearish downward trend, uh, ending the week at 146.06. So they kind of went down $2.73. So a little bit of a bearish downward trend after um, the release of these new products. But um, I think it definitely gives consumers a great uh, move forward uh, and some products to potentially look for uh, when starting this uh, early holiday season. So uh, we're currently in September. Uh, I think around November probably be some more releases of some different items uh, for consumers to go out there and buy, getting closer to uh, Black Friday. But definitely was uh, interesting to see uh, the release of these new Apple products. Next, Pepsi or PepsiCo uh, is targeting a 2022 date sometime in early 2022 to roll out uh, a joint venture with Beyond Meat. So Beyond Meat uh, is a company that makes plant-based uh, food. Uh, they kind of have a partnership with uh, Burger King and some other, uh, I think KFC as well, and have some items that are in stores, but it's an alternative to uh, meat products, um, but they are made with plants. Uh, so Pepsi CEO said the company is helping to release uh, new plant-based snacks and drinks made through a joint venture with Beyond Meat early in 2022. Uh, Pepsi and Beyond uh, announced the joint venture called Planet Partnership. So uh, P-L-A-N-E-T Partnership um, in January. So definitely going to be um, a pretty big move for them moving forward, moving into the uh, alternative 
supplement uh, world. So definitely uh, going to be looking for that partnership. Both companies are currently publicly traded, uh, Pepsi Company as well as Beyond Meat are both on the uh, market. So you can go uh, look up the prices of both of those. As far as Pepsi is concerned, uh, Pepsi's price is currently at $154.13. Um, and they are actually a dividend paying stock. So you will get dividends from holding some Pepsi stock. So uh, that's a nice uh, little bonus for having Pepsi. And they also do have a large suite uh, of actually products out there other than just the soda uh, or the beverages that they make. Beyond Meat is also a publicly traded company um, and their price is currently at $112.95 uh, per share. They are in a little bullish upward trend since the news, uh, up $4.70. So uh, definitely going to be a big merger um, or a big joint venture um, when that product is actually released uh, and definitely looking forward to that. Also this week, uh, SpaceX uh, launched a a uh, rocket uh, that had some crew members uh, on it so it was called inspiration Four mission that was the name of the mission um, they're going to have a two-day orbit uh, but it's the first private uh, space flight uh, with non-astronaut uh, crew so they aren't certified uh, astronauts but um, they are considered civilians and they went into space riding the dragon capsule so uh, it was a pretty big step forward for um the company SpaceX, they're doing a lot as far as space is concerned. Um, them being one of the big uh, companies involved in the space industry, then next I would say it would be like Blue Origin. Uh, SpaceX is currently not publicly traded. It's still a private company. Um, unlike uh, the other company that Elon Musk owns, which is Tesla, um, hopefully they'll be going public um, sometime in the future. I think it'll be a great um capital allocation for them um, and definitely would see a lot of funding coming into them but I don't think that they need uh, funding from outside entities because they're doing uh, quite a bit already um, and have a lot of contracts uh, already within the company although I think it's still a good uh, move forward uh, for some publicity uh, having this uh, launch with these different crew members I think it's pretty cool uh, for the company to show their capability um, of their uh, I guess you could call them s rockets um, moving forward into space. So definitely a nice huge push forward uh, for space exploration. Um, as you know, uh, Jeff Bezos had his um, space exploration uh, launch. That wasn't too long ago. And then before that, um, Virgin Galactic, uh, Sir Russell uh, Brand, I think that's his name, who was the CEO of Virgin Galactic, um, went into space and Sir Richard Branson uh, actually went into space and so we're seeing the rise of a lot of the uh, billionaires getting into the space industry uh, there's also a huge uh, funding coming around that so definitely interesting as far as space is concerned um, and definitely a large industry uh, growing more and more every day Next, uh, Ford is partnering uh, with Argo AI uh, and Walmart to launch autonomous vehicle delivery service in three cities. Um, so Ford Motor Company and Argo AI and Walmart uh, are working together to launch autonomous vehicle delivery service in Miami, Austin, Texas, and Washington, D.C. Walmart's first multi-city autonomous delivery collaboration um, in the U.S., 
the last mile delivery service. Uh, we'll use Ford self-driving uh, test vehicles equipped with Argo AI self-driving system to deliver Walmart orders to customers. Um, so it's kind of starting to, uh, we're starting to see technology kind of start to make um, these uh, DoorDash and Uber Eats um, and other companies that do uh, meal delivering service become obsolete once these uh, services start to ramp up and once, you know, technology kind of catches up to this AI or autonomous uh, driving. So definitely a huge leap forward as far as technology is concerned. Um, and I think it's something uh, that we can see is beginning to be a shift um, in the economy. So um, definitely, you know, some of those people who are in those sectors may be affected if there are are a lot more vehicles becoming, uh, you know, ramped up on the road to start delivering food, uh, whether it's fast food, DoorDash, or whether it's, um, you know, groceries. So uh, definitely, I see an emerging market uh, beginning with that. Um, and this is just starting with Walmart. Um, you could definitely see, you know, Kroger or Publix or whatever your local grocery store starting to uh, uh, get into this service. Um, and then you'll see the decline of, you know, that industry uh, start to um kind of go away. So uh, technology definitely uh, shows you the power of technology and where the future is going. Um, and very interesting project overall. I think there's some, um, you know, benefit to having that service, especially with, you know, the pandemic and stuff going on. Uh, and it definitely is a convenience uh, to some people who would rather not, you know, go out and uh, risk potential sickness. Um, so I think it's a great service overall and very interesting technology that's behind it uh, using this Argo AI system. So JP Morgan uh, to launch its digital bank uh, in the UK next week. So um, JP Morgan will launch its uh, wholly anticipated UK digital bank next week. The firm confirmed uh, to CNBC. Uh, the move will see J.P. Morgan uh, take on Britain's established banks as well as challengers like Monzo. Uh, it marks the first international expansion of J.P. Morgan's uh, consumer bank brand uh, in its 222-year history. So J.P. Morgan will also step up its rivalry with Goldman Sachs, which launched its Marcus Digital Bank uh, product in UK in 2018. Uh, the New York-based J.P. Morgan first unveiled plans to launch its Chase brand in the U.K. earlier this year. Uh, rather than establishing physical branches, uh, J.P. Morgan will only offer its services through a mobile app. Um, so this definitely is showing, uh, you know, the future of banking as well, uh, moving from more physical branches to um, the digital space. Um, this also will affect, you know, things like commercial real estate with banks just operating uh, from, you know, digital locations where you just use the app and then, you know, be forwarded to somebody who's potentially at their house as customer service. Um, you know, that's starting to become the new way of banking. So uh, you could see physical, you know, branch locations start to uh, close down uh, more and more as that goes on uh, as we uh, progress to this new normal. So I think it's a very interesting business plan uh, that they're testing out in the UK. Um, and I would like to see uh, how that would work if they begin rolling that out into the U.S.
So lastly, uh, I want to talk about AMC, uh, one of the meme stocks out there, uh, AMC, uh, saying that it will now let customers pay uh, for theater tickets using Ethereum and Litecoin by the end of the year. So they already said uh, that they're going to be uh, allowing users to use Bitcoin uh, and Bitcoin Cash. Uh, but now they're saying they're going to add Ethereum and Litecoin to that uh, for online ticket sales um, and payments. Um, and this was confirmed uh, by the CEO, Adam Aaron, uh, cryptocurrency uh, enthusiast, uh, is what you, some people could call him. Uh, but I think it's a pretty good move forward for um, the crypto space as well as, you know, AMC theaters in general. I think uh, he... The CEO clearly understands his demographic um, and understands, you know, the power of um, this new emerging world of crypto as well as, uh, you know, the Wall Street bets community. So um, the company kind of pushed forward um, and rallied quite a bit uh, with, you know, the rise of Wall Street bets and if you just do some data on there with the target demographic uh being who, majority of the people who are on there um it kind of is a millennial uh millennial based uh group so a large people a large group of people that are on the app uh or on Wall Street bets are usually millennials so um you know millennials are usually into cryptocurrency so i think it was just you know smart for him to go and say okay we're going to be starting to adopt these different things in here um as far as you know starting this new normal so uh one question i think a lot of people had is why he didn't choose dogecoin um and then chose uh litecoin instead uh when dogecoin is already being accepted in like the mavericks the houston rockets um and some other uh sports teams uh, are using Dogecoin as, as far as accepted forms of payment. Uh, why did he not choose Dogecoin? Um, I think that was, you know, something he took into consideration. Uh, it might be Dogecoin used in the future. Uh, we never know. Um, but definitely going to be looking uh, on some more updates on how AMC uh, continues to develop uh, their business model. Uh, they did have a pretty good Labor Day weekend, uh, hitting record highs. Uh, so they hit record numbers year over year. Uh, for the amount of people who came into their theaters. Uh, so that just basically shows you people are ready to go out uh, to see new movies. There are a couple of new movies that are out um, and more and more being made. Uh, so as we transition into this new normal uh, and more people starting to get back to the way things currently were before the pandemic, uh, you'll start to see uh, some of these industries start to rally back up. Uh, but I think it's a very interesting uh, move that he's taking as CEO uh, to do this uh, incorporation of cryptocurrency as forms of payment. Um, as far as it's concerned, money is money. So, you know, whether you're taking crypto or you're taking uh, just regular fiat, I don't think it will make that huge of an impact, but uh, definitely giving a lot of options to some of those who are heavily invested in the crypto to be able to go and enjoy uh, a movie. So good luck to everybody out there trading. I uh, hope everybody has a great week. Um, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.